DDI on Autism on 103.9 FM. I'm your host, Dr. Michael Lomas. Continue my conversation with Mike Steinberg. And the subject, again, is innovation uh, through technology. Uh, Mike, we left off and we were talking uh, about some of the accessibility apps uh, in relationship to uh, Android. But uh, before we proceed, I I really would like our listeners to know that you have a real connection uh, to the field of autism. If you could maybe describe a a little bit about your background, uh, what drew you you, uh, to technology, and your interest in bridging that uh, for people who are on the spectrum. Sure. Uh, so I actually grew up in Long Island, and I used to work for uh, DDI at, uh, at the Smithtown location. Alumni. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was a teacher's assistant. Uh, I worked with a lot of the uh, young adults that uh, were at the school, and uh, I ended up moving upstate um, to kind of uh, uh, pursue a career in art education, um, where I would go to work to, at Anderson Center for Autism. Um, and uh, so I, I do have a a bit of experience with working with the, uh, the uh, autism population. Um, and uh, I've got, I went on to um, get a degree in art education with a focus in digital media. And uh, now I am a uh, systems administrator for uh, Burn Hills Boston Lake School District, where uh, I kind of help manage a lot of the technology the school district uses. Um, and we do have a lot of technology. Uh, we have um, thousands of uh, Google laptops called Chromebooks. We have iPads and MacBooks. So um, I, I do play a huge role in uh, helping the district kind of make that technology work for um, you know typical uh, folks and and folks who are on the spectrum as well. Yeah, your background really couldn't be uh, more appropriate, more relevant. I, I, you know, there's really no substitute for hands-on clinical experience and. The fact that you worked in a classroom setting is very helpful and really kind of imbues you with an understanding of the kind of challenges that our population faces and potentially gives you an idea of what kind of applications could help uh, people um, you know, help, help our, our, our people function uh, more easily. Also, I was thinking about your, your background in R2, and this has come up uh, you know, several times in different shows, the way art kind of transcends uh, some of the language deficits. So there too, the use of, uh, of imagery and, and, and visuals and what a nice way of expressing uh, oneself, one period, uh, emotionally, but also in sometimes when necessary in the acquisition of just everyday kind of, kind of stuff. So again, I think your background is, is perfect in terms of uh, what you could bring to uh, the table uh, around technology. So with that in mind, let's talk about some of the applications that move beyond uh, accessibilities. Uh, Let's talk about what what that might look like. Sure, absolutely. Uh, I mean, uh, personally, I'm very uh, invested in cloud technologies. So um, anything uh, that allows me to access my data from any device really, uh, you know, really resonates with me a lot. And I think that um, for most people, especially um, a lot of the people I work with in education, uh, I think cloud-based computing has been a huge uh, win for, for, uh, for us as a K-12. Sure, sure. You know, for, for those of us who are a little less confident and maybe a little technophobic, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I wonder a little bit about, and I don't think I'm alone in this, about security as you start connecting sure 
all your devices and, and your apps and uh, how do we safeguard that? And, and what's, what's your feeling about the current state of the art? Wow, that's a great question, Mike. Uh, so I, I think that there are some pretty uh, rudimentary steps that people could take to safeguard their data. And um, it's changing your password regularly, um, not using the same password in multiple places, uh, making sure that your computer is kept up to date. Um, and you, you really don't want to install software from a source that you're not really confident with. Uh, I know that there is, it's so easy to get software and application nowadays online, but I think that um, it's kind of a jungle. And I think that unless you really know the uh, developer who's making your software, I would say to people, um, you know, use a little bit of caution when installing stuff on your computer. And I think that um, by just doing those things, you'll mitigate a lot of the issues that people uh, run into. Um, and I actually just thought of one more, um, which is phishing. Uh, mm, you know, yeah. if you ever get emails or you ever get any sort of communication from someone you're an unfamiliar with, um, you know, think twice before sending back uh, or re replying back to an email or clicking a link that someone might have sent you because it, it may in fact not be uh, who they appear to be. Sure, sure. I can tell you here at DDI, you know, we have, uh, well, at any particular time, we can have at least, if not more than 2,000 staff. So it's a large, you know, large body of people, a principal uh, means of communication uh, is email. So we are getting uh, memos and reminders about the dangers around phishing and some of some of the precautions that uh, you know you you just uh, identified. You know, I'm wondering for people with developmental or cognitive disabilities, can there be any prompts around security? Uh, you know, prompts to change a password or warnings. Can that be built into any of these systems? Um, Google, I know Google and some other companies do recommend like uh, annual uh, checkups for security. Um, but I would, I would say that um, really the best way to use technology if you're, if you're not completely confident in it is maybe to um, use like a, a, a mobile device. I think what Apple is doing with iOS um, is great for security in the sense that their uh, application store is curated and um, it's really hard to have something malicious happen to you when you're using some of those devices. Uh, I, I do think that some of the other platforms like Windows, um, you know, tend to be a little bit more of a, of a, of a behemoth when it comes to security. Yes. Right. Yeah. There's, there's so much you could do with the Windows computer, but that also means there's a lot more to go wrong too. So um, I would say pick the right platform, you know, do, do your homework. Uh, I think Chromebooks are great as well because they, they do have a really great um, security built into them. Um, and, you know, it, it's, I think there's a lot of options out there from, from all different companies that uh, are really safe and secure. Well, I'm, I'm kind of glad to hear that I think for, for many of us, and certainly not just people who, are, who might be struggling, uh, to the extent that... Uh, these kind of um, um, apps and uh, this kind of technology is intuitive and straightforward and, you know, frankly easy. Uh, gives everybody much greater access uh, to communication and to doing effectively and maybe without, you know, kind of falling so much. So, right. you know, again, not just for people who, we, uh, who I support, who we support, but for me, <laughs> the idea that, of having it intuitive is really kind of nice. Yeah. And, and imagine Google is very sensitive uh, to that too. 
I, I do. I, I, I think that some of the machine learning and AI, these are big terms that we hear a lot about in the market right now. I really do think that they're doing some amazing things with AI in the sense that the AI is very predictive um, about what you're trying to do as a, as a user nowadays, more so than it was in the past. Um, I think everyone maybe has, you know, spoken to or at least is familiar with an Alexa or a smart home oh, device. Sure, sure. And I, I mean, I, I feel like personally, um, you know, you can give that to anyone. They don't need to have any prior knowledge to using a computer yet. They could, you know, pull up facts and, 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 and listen to music and do things that normally would take a lot of uh, expertise. And so I do think that the industry is moving to a place where technology is becoming a lot more accessible for everyone and not just people who are really, um, you know, tech savvy. And I think that's true. And, I, and I'm smiling a little bit, too, because I think one of the oldest adages until now, never relevant to this conversation, but now it kind of is, which is what, that the best uh, predictor of future behavior is past behavior, right? Yeah. And uh, essentially, artificial intelligence has completely wrapped its kind of virtual head uh, around that. So really looking at our behaviors, uh, period, you know, uh, you know uh, with relationship to what we're typing and doing and, and then kind of saying, well, he likes this, <laughs> he's doing this. Let's, let's offer him this. Absolutely. It's very predictive. Uh, anyone that's used Gmail in the past month probably has noticed that they've started wanting to complete your sentences for you, right? Um, so yes. it, it's, uh, I, I, I think it's great. I think it's uh, great for, for people uh, who need a little bit of extra help or um, that maybe struggle with technology to have that assistant or that AI built in to kind of guide them in their experience. This way it's not just something that's more cold and, uh, you know, uh, tough to figure out. Sure. You know, I was reading an interesting article. I think we told that already, but it, was, it, it caught my eye. I think it was fascinating. You know, oh, listen, you're going to have to come back because they're playing, uh, playing my song. So uh, you, you listen to DDI on Autism on 103.9 FM. My guest has been uh, Mike Steinberg. Mike, what a nice conversation. I, and I really meant what I said. I think, uh, you know, more to think about and talk about. And I know that in a few months, all the technology will have changed and grown. So <laughs> yeah, there's a built-in built in obsolescence for a lot of this, I suppose, but built on itself. Thank you for your time. Oh, thank you, Mike. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. Pleasure. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.